0: Father, we want to thank you and bless your name. We pray this morning that you speak to us. Amen. Teach us your word. Line up a line. Precept upon precept. Amen. We are ever grateful to you amen. for your love and for your mercies. Amen. In Jesus' precious name, everybody say a big amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God. Do something. Somebody here, like say you are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. Good to see you. You are welcome. You are welcome. Tell somebody the Lord is good.
1: The Lord is good.
0: Amen. Amen. The Lord is certainly good. The Lord is gracious. The Lord is kind. Amen. Amen. There are So many wonderful things that the Lord has done for us. Amen. Amen. And uh, in course of the week, the Lord also did an amazing thing for us. And guess what the Lord did for us? We had a very wonderful conference. Give thyself holy conference. If you, if you didn't participate, we want to get to the Dagiewood meals in um, uh, either podcast or um, site or Healing Jesus site and I mean you're, you're going to learn some amazing things. and it was such a blessing Bishop was so much of a blessing. and guess what? More than almost close to about 80,000 people registered around the world. And there was, for each session, more than 1.5 million viewership. Yeah, it was not as well. It's a, it's a record breaking thing. It's a blessing. Amen. Amen. And we are blessed to be connected with this. And I'm told that, I mean, our viewing center here is been one of the best. I mean, yeah. And our, our hosting and things, I mean he says, the ministers, when they came, they said, uh, Prepare the records and everything. Hallelujah. And uh, and so we we give God all the praise and all the glory. We trust God that we're going to go. And I want to thank all of you who participated, all of you who registered. We pray that may the blessings of the bishop come upon you. Amen. You you know, his anointing, his grace, everything come over your life. Amen. Amen. And during the week also, we're blessed to have Mr. and Mrs., Clemens and uh, Mavis H. Blessed with a baby girl. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ifwa Clemens and Ifwa Mavis. Amen. Wow. It's such a blessing. Hallelujah. Yes, so God is doing great things. And that's why anytime we meet and we, in church like this, we have a cause to say, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we praise you. You might have lost some things, but God is the reason why you haven't mm-hmm. lost everything.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: amen. Amen. And God's the reason why we are still pressing on. Hallelujah. Amen. So we are thankful to Him. Amen. Can take a seat and let's get into the Word of God. Father, we thank you. As a preacher, where anoint me. Let the power of the Holy Spirit overshadow me. Let me speak your word of life and your word of grace unto your people. In Jesus' precious name. Everybody say a big amen. Okay. Now we read the fact that when we get born again to become christians the holy spirit imparts the life of christ in us because bible says that we are born again of the incorruptible seed of the word of god which is found in i believe first peter chapter 2 you know i think there's 20 23 and 24 we are born again of the incorruptible seed of the word of god if somebody can just help so that they can... When I need the scriptures, you can get us for me. Hallelujah. So, everybody is born by a seed. See, when you are born... You are born by the seed of your parents. You, you inherit the DNA of your parents and act like them. So, when you are born by the seed of the word of God... The Holy Spirit imparts God's life into you. And uh, you become like a Christ-like sheep. Amen. And... Uh, Even though you have become born again, you will not automatically become Christ-like until you submit yourself to the influence of the Holy Spirit. So, through the word of God, obedience and spirituality we grow into the sheep that God wants us to be. That is a Christ-like sheep. On the other hand, failure to mature results in the degeneration of our character into other kinds of sheep. And we have learned about the other types of sheep. We've learned about the goat sheep which is rebellious is that right and tries to do their own thing they are self-willed we learnt about the wandering sheep that goes up and down and never stable but you see that sheep always are stable in a particular sheepfold amen and God created us as a social being to belong to spe- I mean, families so you can't say today I belong to this family and tomorrow I belong to that family today this is my father and the next day another person is my father it doesn't work that way, so God wants us to belong to specific sheepfolds, amen. And then, now, when you wander up and down, you are not taken care of. <laughs> A child who doesn't stay at home when they cook nice food, the person doesn't enjoy some, yeah. Then you come and What a shock Okay So God wants us To be stable in homes And then You can develop into a solitary ship Solitary ship means that You are isolated And you are not flowing But listen to me God didn't create us As Islands. God created us so that we be social beings and we flow with others. Amen. Yeah. And then there's a hermit type of sheep where it's a hidden one. They come to the meetings as and when they want to come, and when they come, they don't participate with the others. Then we learnt about the Judas type of sheep. Uh, The Judas sheep is the one that is so close to leadership been given a position, and yet undermines his master. Undermines the leadership. And betrays them. No, And a betrayal means somebody trusted you, and you turned against a person. And I remember Bishop saying that, don't let anybody say, say that I trusted you. I trusted you. I trusted you in my life. Eh? I trusted you by what? I trusted you with my life. I trusted you with my child. Somebody gives his child to you, and before I realize, you have turned the child into something else by sleeping with the child quietly and warned the child that if you tell anybody, you will die. I trusted you. I trusted you with my money. I trusted you with my wife. I trusted you with my friend. Well, there are people who sleep with other people's wives. I trusted you with my wife. I thought we were just friends. I trusted you with my husband. Someone coming coming to you. That thing is a curse. When anybody is able to say, "I trusted you," but you betrayed the trust, may you not betray a trust. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen? But the most of, most dangerous of the sheep is the wolf sheep. Someone said the wolf sheep, and that is why in Act chapter twenty, verse twenty-nine and thirty, Paul warned the. Christians and said I know this that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you not sparing the flock that means that savage Jews are going to come in and what did they do he said they will not spare the flock and means that when they come they are coming to harass the, the sheep and verse 30 he said also Of your own self shall men arise Speaking perverse things To draw away disciples after them So it means that some of these sheep They try to draw people after themselves Instead of drawing people After Christ Now I gave you various characteristics of the sheep Of the the wolf Now the Bible says that The devil will come Or false prophets Or the enemy will come as As wolves in sheep's clothing, and that is a silent danger around you. When somebody is a wolf, see the person is not what he is, but you think he makes you think differently, he makes you think you are safe. So, there can be wolves in your house, wolves in your businesses. There's a wolf around your marriage. Somebody you are talking to, even about your marriage, about how good your husband is, and others is a wolf. Is about to take over your marriage, may the Lord open your eyes. Oh, you didn't hear my say, May the Lord open your eyes. Yeah, you may not know there's an enterprise called you may not know enterprise. Yeah, amen. So, what do the wolves do when the wolves come around? We said they come and scatter the flock, so anytime somebody comes around, Is it there are times that somebody can join your family, visit your family, come and say or before you realize, your whole family is being scattered. Things that are being said is causing confusion. So when the wolves come, the first characteristic of the wolf is that they scatter the flock. So anytime somebody is around in a group, is in a church, and he's saying things and doing things to, to disaffect the hearts of the people so that they don't have any ink more much love and interest in the church that they were in or in the group that they are in then there's a wolf there that is driving people away amen then the wolf also we say they catch the sheep and eat them up so they are the eaters they take advantage of you and they'll take your money they'll take over your business they take over your marriage they deceive you number three when sheep come, uh, the wolves come around, they bring confusion and spread fear. So when you see anybody who is saying something to bring, f- destroy the peace and harmony in the church, spreading fear and mistrust. Fear and mistrust. And sometimes, even sometimes in a church, some leadership are involved. Some pastors are involved. They come and tell you, sometimes even when the, the senior pastor is you know, directing, so don't do this. Why did you do this? Then another person is massaging, but don't mind him. Don't mind him. That's a wolf. Amen? And I want to say this, that there should be no occasion that a father and a mother are there, and after they're giving birth, their children band together against their father. Can you imagine your own child or your own children? Children you have given birth to from your seed. If it was not for you, they would not have come to know themselves. They would not have existed anybody who fights against somebody through who they existed, that person is a problem. problem. Amen. Amen. So there should be under no circumstance that children should band together to fight a father, to fight a mother, to fight a leader. It's a wrong spirit. When you are, you as a child, you as a church member, you see somebody making comments that are derogatory comments that insinuate comments that tend to undermine a father your pastor your leadership then you must know that it is not the spirit of god don't think that the person he just has got something to say let me tell you a critical spirit is an evil spirit especially when it relates to the house of god can i have an amen Amen. listen to me your father may not be perfect and there's no father who is perfect. But the Bible says that rebuke not an elder and treat him as a father. There are laws, spiritual laws you have to respect. You see, there's, in fact, general laws. There's a law called the law of gravity. When you throw an object upwards, it comes down by the speed of 9.8 meters per second squared. Whether you believe it or not, the law of gravity exists. There's something called if you, if like, jump from the story building and say that, hey, I mean, nothing will happen to me before you realize your bones have crashed into pieces you will die there's a law called eh, in order for somebody to drive in a circle safely he's governed by two forces a balance of centripetal and centrifugal forces if there's no balance either you move into the bush or you move into the circle and you have an accident so there are laws that govern life and there are spiritual laws also. And what spiritual laws? Honor your father and mother. Are you getting to me? Yeah. It is here. Honor your good fathers and mothers. Honor your father and mother. That it may be well with you. And that your days will be long. You see these days a lot of children die. Young people, a lot of them. Twenty something, they are dead. In their teens, they are dead. Thirty, they are dead. Because they are breaking the law of God. You can be speaking in tongues. But if you break the word of God, what you break will break you. Yeah. If you break the law of gravity, the law of gravity will break you. Can I have an amen? So then, the next thing we say is that they take away members from the church. So if you see somebody who is taking members from your church and pointing to another church, oh, that pastor over there, that church there, that pastor is one of how about your church? no are you here. Also, so your young person here. Now, anybody who points you to another place, listen. If you have a problem, and the, you, you see, if you have a problem and your father cannot solve it, he will bring in an anchor. <laughs> My father had a friend, Mr. Stewart. The days he doesn't feel like caning us, when he's not in the mood to cane us, he will bring Mr. Stewart. His friend will come and do the caning. Mr. Stewart, I remember him very well. I can still picture him. He said, "Touch your toes." He will lash you 12 with ease. <laughs> no struggle. Just say, touch your toes. I say Touch your toes. One. Touch your toes. Two. Touch your toes. Three. Touch your toes. Ah, you can you know that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so when you have a spiritual need, eh, when you have a spiritual need, or what if there's a need in your life that your leadership cannot meet, they will they will recommend you to the appropriate people. Or bring in the appropriate people. But you don't go around. Because somebody can take advantage of you. And these days, people have been taken advantage of. And it's not everywhere that they say they've taken the Bible. And so the Bible, the place, they are talking about is, 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 is church. Amen? No. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived that when you go to places or people are even put on the cross. Uh, across uh, uh, and wear some suit or whatever, and they are they call something, something international, something, church, chapels, whatever, it means it's it's God. And people can tell you things dito dito about your life. It doesn't mean it's God because Satan also knows things. The truth is that when you get into the realm of the spirit, whether through the spirit of God or through another kind of agency, you can know things about people and know things about situations. You come from the north. Don't people get to know things over there? Oh, there are war things over there. They are what they will tell you everything. But the source is not God. It's an evil spirit. Are you here with me? Okay. Thank you, sir. So, anybody who is trying to drive you away from your church and recommending other churches unto you, and his interest is not in his local church, but his interest rather is in another place, that's a roof drive you. Because the wolves, when they get into the sheepfold, they scatter them. They move them away either into another sheepfold or into the world well for them to be destroyed. Then, number five, they target the flock, not the word of God. So when they come to the church, it is not the interest of the church that they have come to, but they have come because of their own interest. Sometimes they come and then they come for the young girls. And they start with God. They bring you books. Christian books, introduce you Christian, whatever. After introducing you to that, then they'll introduce you into other things. Before you realize, they even send you pornography. They say, what are you doing? They say, oh, yeah, I am baffing, Which uh, uh, I, I just took my bath. So which part of your body did you scrub well? Yeah. They are having sex. They want to have sex with you on phone. Can you touch here for me? Can you touch here for me? That's an evil spirit. And before you realize you have become a very you know deviant kind of christian and yet they, are, they can be in church and sometimes they could even play in a leadership role so you look at them and say but you see but when one or two people do that you think that that's what the leadership does no it's a wolf spirit that has entered into them that is making them operate that way am i teaching something to you yeah Listen to me. Anytime anybody does anything, says anything, acts in any way, if it does not go in line with the word of God, it's rubbish. Throw it away. And I keep telling you that even when I preach and I don't back it to the word of God, rubbish, take it away. Every preaching must go with the word of God. And when somebody comes up and he says a Christian brother, he wants to fumble your breast. Why has it been written that a Christian brother has a right to fumble the breast of a sister in order for the person, the sister problem to go or to show affection? How do you show affection to another Christian? That's not your wife. Not even your mother should you fumble your mother's breast. It is only babies who can bring their mother ma- who are allowed to bring their mother's breast. Other than that, when you grow up at your age, don't touch your mother's breast. He said, I have drunk the breast before so I can touch it. At a certain age when you touch it, you have sinned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I preaching something here? Yeah. yeah. And then what they, what they do also is that they separate the flock from the sheep. Sorry, from the shepherd. When anybody is saying anything to, to keep your heart away from your shepherd, then that is a wolf. Anybody who is taking you you know, drawings because the heart of the people must belong to the shepherd. And let me say this: there is no shepherd. Have you seen a, a sheep protecting a sheep before? No, sheep cannot protect sheep. Two days ago, I was watching wolves. I've been, I've been learning and watching them on National Geography. And I could see this wolf chasing some rabbits. And none of the rabbits eh, had a rabbit, they couldn't protect themselves. And those also sheep. But the presence of a shepherd always protects them. So sheep cannot protect sheep. It's a shepherd that protects the sheep. So when the, sheep, when the shepherd is there, the wolf cannot operate. And that's the reason why they try to malign the shepherd, say bad things about the shepherd, so that you lose your trust for the shepherd, and you begin to gain a trust for you, so that they can have you and destroy you. And we learned from last week, that everybody for you to do well in life, there is an appointed person for your life and there's an appointed place. The prodigal son had an appointed father. His father was the one. When he was in his father's house, he was wearing nice clothes. He was doing very well. In a nice house. And then foolishness got into his heart. He took the portion of his inheritance into a faraway country so when you move away, far away from your father, you are opening yourself up to wolves. And then when you went to a far away country, it got to a time that after he has wasted his resources. And a time will come that sometime when you are in a church, a certain anointing is operating in your life. But after some time, you see that that anointing begins to be diminished. It's no more oppression in your life. And wherever you are going to, you will see bobole Bobo. You will see that things are not working. But the, you see... And the guy decided now, now he had to be stealing pig food. Meanwhile, his father's house was being saved. And he realized that even in his father's house, people don't eat pig food. Even the servants don't eat pig food. So even the servants in his father's house had been elevated beyond him over there in the foreign land. And so now he had to come back. Bible says he came to himself. When he came to his senses, he he was not proud. He came back and said, I was wrong. And you should always get to the point where you know that look i was wrong and say i was wrong and when he came back and said i was wrong his father was even was so open to him embraced him gave him a ring to wear gave him some clothing they threw a party for him and i was dancing in the house if you can come back to god can come back to the church and say i was wrong you'll be embraced yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the devil will tell you that, "Oh, don't go, don't mind that, don't go, don't mind that." When you go, the woman, no, 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 he's a devil." Every father, every mother, they cherish their children. And no matter what, Pablo Escobar, that guy, wild drug dealer, when his when he was arrested and everything, the mother still said, "My son is a nice guy." <laughs> knew no, I was a very very bad man and yet the, father, the mother still loved him hallelujah okay now I told you that they don't have the interest of the flock at heart is that right and what they do is that in order to destroy the flock eh, they ignore the shepherd in public and don't follow his instructions when they are in church they don't write notes they don't smile they have a neutral face yeah, but every human has expressions, and they, but they relate with him well on one on one. When you see somebody relate with you one on one, privately, nicely, and in public, he doesn't smile, in public, he doesn't open up, the person is a wolf, he's been talking about you, amen. amen. So, some of you are wolves, amen. and I've noticed you, and you have to change amen. in the name of the Lord. Amen. Am I preaching to somebody here? Amen. You got to change, or you have a wolf spirits. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Now, one of the wolves, which is a very dangerous wolf, is known as the Nimrod. There are different types of wolves. Yeah. And the other, the I, I was watching. There, there's, there's a white something known as a white wolf, purely white wolf and a wolf that actually lives in very cold regions the temperate regions I was, I, was, I was watching them the other day so there are different types of wolf we have what is known as the uh, nimrod wolf so it says the nimrod wolf the nimrod wolf is also known as the independent and rebellious wolf the independent and rebellious wolf this is found in Genesis chapter 10 verse 8 to 12 let's quickly go through that and kush so it says, and Cush begat Nimrod. Now, who is Cush? Cush was Cush was the grandson of Noah. Eh? Cush was the grandson of who? Noah. Yeah. And he began to be a mighty one in the earth. He became he became a mighty one of the earth. Yes, continue calling for me. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord, watch before the Lord. The word before the Lord means you know, blessed by the Lord wherefore it is said even as Nimrod the mighty hunter before the Lord verse 10 and the beginning of his kingdom was Babel and Erech, and Arkad and Kalne in the land of Shinar and verse 11 out of that, that land went forth Ashur and builded Nineveh and the city of Rehoboth and Kala and resin between nineveh and Kala, the same is a great city hallelujah okay now let's look at the nimrod personality nimrod led the world to build the tower of babel nimrod actually had great great organizational skill and uh, architectural grace and he built four cities He built the city of Babel, which is known as Babylon. He built Akkad, Erech, and Kalne. He built all these cities. But remember that he he built them because of a self-ego. God wanted the world to, to spread. You see, at that time, it was just after the flood. And God wanted the population of the world to spread, but he wanted to build a personal kingdom. So, he was trying to build something for himself so the nimrod spirit is a highly talented and gifted man a great builder somebody who is talented now nimrod was not a spirit but a human being as i've said he was a real human being in fact nimrod is is a grandson of noah yeah you know sorry kush uh, is the grand is a grandson of noah and nimrod was a great grandson of noah the great grandson of noah he led in the building of the of the babylon tower now what's the meaning of nimrod nimrod means witchcraft nimrod means witchcraft and when we talk about witchcraft witchcraft is a spirit that manipulates or intimidates in order to dominate or control. So in the, I'll say it again, the spirit that manipulates manipulates or intimidates in order to dominate or control. Oftentimes children and women manipulate. The weaker vessel manipulates. They will start to cry right now. When you mention their whatever, as you are talking to them, don't talk my matter, don't get into this. Then they start when children want something, they start to cry. They cry in order to manipulate you. They are we call it twisting of your hands in order to control you. And then on the other hand, we have those who also intimidate you. And say, if you don't do this, I won't give you this, I will do this that is also intimidates. So, either they manipulate you or intimidate you in order to dominate you. That means to control you. So, every illegitimate power eh, to control eh, is witchcraft. Witchcraft is when people use illegitimate power to control you. Witchcraft is a use of illegitimate power to control. Now, Nimrod tried to control the people and instead of going the way of God, he decided to build something else. Now, I told you that Nimrod means witchcraft. And according to 1 Samuel fifteen twenty-three, the Bible says rebellion is as a sin of what? Witchcraft. And stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because that has rejected the word of God, He has also rejected thee from being king so you see that anytime that you reject the word of god and you move in a self-will to control your own life or to control others you are beginning to operate in witchcrafts so the first and important thing about nimrod is independence somebody say independence yeah the spirit of independence is a spirit that tries to do things differently and contrary to what is authorized to be done. I'll, I'll say it again. Write it. Write it. It's a good point to write. And watch it in your business. Watch it in your company. The spirit of independence, or, or the spirit of Nimrod, is an independent spirit. So the spirit of independence is a spirit that tries to do things differently and contrary to what is authorized to be done. So when you get to red lights, eh, the traffic light and the light is red. It means red means what? Stop. When you cross it, you are trying to become independent of the law. And so the law, what you break, will break you. So the law will, because you're operating in witchcraft. Some people think that witchcraft is flying around. Yeah, yeah. Witchcraft is not just flying around. Witchcraft is a decision to go contrary to legitimate authority. Yeah. A self will to go against legitimate authority. Another spirit is using you. Yeah. When you become rebellious, when you do not submit. So, and remember that rebellion is not just an attitudinal flaw, but it stands for an evil spirit. It's a witchcraft. And that's why the devil is a chief witch who rebelled against God. So in Isaiah 14 to 14, they say that I will ascend my throne above the stars of God. I will be like the most high. But remember that Bible says in Exodus 22:18, suffer not a witch to live. And that is why anytime you act like a witch, you may end up dying before your time. Absalom tried to act like a witch and tried to take over his father's throne when he was not a legitimate person to be there. He tried to overthrow his father. He tried to use an illegal power to control the people and he was hanged. Is that right? Yeah, he died before the time. Joab did the same thing. So it's very important. Listen to me. If you want God to be with you, if you want the presence of God to be with you, make sure that you are being obedient to God don't even try to do sacrifices let me tell you sweeping the house of god doing many things in the house of god if you do all those things and you go against the word right of god it's all equals to zero in fact you actually get into the negative there's this scripture which jesus said he said that he will obey my word eh? my father will love him and my father and i will come and make our abode with him and then jesus also said that you know he said my father has not left me because I do that which pleases him. Listen, if there's somebody around you who never does what you like, you don't want him in your presence. You only like to have in your presence people that when you instruct they will do it. So when God gives you instruction and you don't do it, don't do this, don't do that, and you keep doing it, you will see that God will move away from you. John 14, verse 21. Let's look at the 21 first. He that has my commandments and keeps them, he it is that loves you. You can't give that, oh Lord, I love you, Love, I love you. One of the things that shows that you really love God or, or, or Jesus is that you must keep his commandments. And he that loves me shall be loved of my Lord Father. Amen. Have you realized that if you love somebody's child, somehow the parents of that person begin to love you. I know a man who has a big hospital in Ghana. And when he traveled to go and study medicine, he loved a certain white man's son and was helping the white man. So after their graduation, when he met the the parents of that person, he said, this is the guy who helped me. This African was the one who helped me. And because of that, the, the parents loved this guy and helped him to establish a hospital. He that loves me, my father will love him. Let's look at that scripture quickly. Let me wow. He that has my commandments and keeps them, he it is that loves me. And he that loves me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him, and I will manifest myself to him. So if you want Jesus to manifest himself to you, if you want to experience the power of God, you want to experience the grace of God, then become decide to become what? An obedient child of God. Obey the commandment of God. Now he repeated in the verse from 23. Let's do it quickly. Verse from 23. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words. So anytime that you don't obey the word of God, it's a demonstration that you don't love the Lord. So don't get what I said. So you see, one something you have been talked to. He said, Cool, don't do this. Ah, oh, madam, brother. Whatever, oh, I won't go away. I will agree. And they quote the word of God to you, and you are going against the word of God. You can't say you love God. You do not love God. If a man loves me, he'll keep my words. He'll give the tithes. He'll give the offerings. He'll be submissive to his parents. He'll be submissive to his pastor. When he goes to work, he won't undermine his boss. Are you getting me? He won't break the law. He won't become a witch. Witchcraft is not just for ladies, it's for men as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not for old people. Sometimes when people grow old, they say it's a witch. You know, it's a blessing rather to grow old. Amen. If a man loves me, he'll keep my words and my father will love him. Have you seen it? And we will come unto him and make our abode with him. So, the simple way to enjoy the blessings of God is trust and obey. Trust and obey. Well, there is no... Are you singing with me? You know how to sing it.
1: To be happy, Jesus, but to trust and obey when we are with God
0: anytime you start moving away from the word of God, you'll be filled with another spirit. When King Saul didn't obey the word of God, what happened to him? He was filled with an evil spirit. And the Bible said an evil spirit started troubling him. And he also lost a kinship. And I told you last week that every day you either grow in the word or you grow in the word. You grow in wordliness or you grow in the word. You grow in godliness or you grow in what? Worldliness. You grow in the devil or you grow in Christ. May we grow in Christ. And how do you grow in Christ? By submitting yourself to the word of God. And if you don't submit yourself to the word of God to become Christ-like in nature, you will become devil-like in nature. You begin to operate against the word of God. But from today, may we begin to operate in the word of God. Jesus said, if anyone loves me, you see, if you have a lover and the lover doesn't like, do what you like, would you want to stay with the person? No. How many men want to marry a woman that, anytime you say anything, it's in an opposition party? And how many men, women also want to marry a guy that, there's, the guy never wants to do anything that you like? It will not be a nice relationship. If any man love me, let him do what? Let him do what? Hey! If any man love me, let him keep my words. And my Father will love him and will come unto him and make our abode with him. Amen. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not out of word, but I'm out of time. I have to finish. So the lesson we are taking home is that we've got to be obedient to the word of God. So that we don't contract a witchcraft spirit, a Nimrod spirit, a wolf spirit. That goes contrary to the word of God. And in doing that, then we'll lose our throne. Eh? When the throne of Esau was going to be established, that was when that was when he disobeyed the word of God. Hallelujah. May we stand to our feet. We want to talk to God and say, Lord, help me to be obedient to your word. Help me to love you. Help me to serve you. Help me to be a Christ-like sheep and not a wolf sheep. Not a sheep that scatters. Not a wolf that is in the midst of God's people that scatters people. That that destroys your work. That attacks. A wolf that attacks the shepherd. But rather make me a sheep that follows. Follows a shepherd. Lift your voice and talk to God and as the month is getting to an end thank the lord for what he has done for you and pray and say god let your presence be with me talk to god right now that one you want to obey him and you want to obey him want to live for him tell him god also as you move into the new month may may he direct your path may he direct your path may he make a way for you may he show you kindness May He care for you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Talk to the Lord. Open your heart unto Him. Satan can easily fill your heart with something else,
1: with wickedness. There are many people who start with God, but they don't continue in God. They don't continue in God. They used to be hard. They used to be Joshua. Yes. Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. Ask the Lord to forgive you for
0: any rebellion, any disobedience, any way that you went against His word. Say, Lord, show me mercy, forgive me, and cleanse
1: me from Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, yes. Thank you in the name of Jesus name.
0: Now, you want Yes, prophesy into month of September. the the Lord. of the in the name of means Fruitfulness of the May you become fruitful. Amen. As you step into September. Amen. That may the Lord be gracious to you. Amen. Spiritually fruitful. Amen. Materially fruitful. Amen. Fruitful in every endeavor. Amen. Every good fruit you have not seen in your eyes. Amen. Lift your hand and talk to Him. Prophesy. Speak. Declare the word of God. Amen.
1: Almighty. Of the the Lord. Remind every demon. Remind demonic activity. Recast satanic oppression. Satan, take your hand on God's people. In the precious name of Jesus. Now what you want to see? Call the fuck. Open your mouth. Call the fuck. Open your mouth. Call the fuck. Come on. You can even take your husband or your name and use it as a place of contact. Come on. Give him it that This is my offering. Why? In the month of <laughs> September. September and pray for uncommon ways, uncommon profession. Take your offer somebody. Take your offer somebody. Take your tie somebody. Something good that you want to use for them as a point of contact. As a point of contact, as a point of contact, as I want to experience your power, I want to experience your grace, I want to experience your presence. Do something new in my life. May God, may God, trust me to know you love you. Let me have a mislead from you. Do something new in my life. In the precious, Name of Jesus, in the name of Santa the 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 of Jesus, the 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 of the the Take your time, take your offering Make a pronouncement In the precious name of oh, Jesus Make a promise Over oh, that offering In the name of the
0: Lord In the month of September And say I need thee Oh I need thee In the month of
1: September
0: With any wrong lifestyle, I want my name to be written in the Lord's book of life. Amen. I want Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior, the King and the Master of my life. Jesus. I want today to be a day of salvation for me. You want to lift your right hand wherever you are? I want to pray with you wherever you are. You want to give your life to Jesus? You want to surrender your life to Jesus? Lift your hand up high wherever you are. And if you have lifted your hand, just walk to me. Come to me. Come to me. If you lifted your hand, come to me. If you have lifted your hand, come to me in the name of Jesus. You want Jesus to be your Lord and Savior? You want to give your life to Jesus to be your Lord and your Savior? Walk to me. Yes. I saw some hand over there. Walk to me, dear. Come on, walk to me. Walk to me. God bless you. God bless you. And, and I want to all of us to lift our hands and pray this prayer together. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father. thank you for loving me. Thank, thank you for, for loving the you. that. I a sinner. I am a sinner. Lord Jesus, Lord, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Be my king. Be my king. Lord and my master. My Lord and, and my I need you and I want you. I, need when when I, I want Thomas Thomas and stay in my heart. And from today. And from today. Take total, control. Take Take total control, control. control over my life. Amen. Thank you for these precious Amen. ones. I pray that they'll be planted in your house and flourish in your cause. Let amazing grace become the portion, living for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. My dear brother, want we'll you to know we we'll love you. We're we'll praying for you. And I'm so glad that today you've made this decision yeah. to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We want to nurture you in the house of God so that you become—you also be preaching,
1: Amen. just like
0: I'm preaching. Amen. Amen. Amen.